Sports, the Talking Dirty Podcast is back, baby. NBA preview day. Let's go. Start to another NBA season. We're here to break it all down. Plus, at the end, we'll get into a little college football. How the hell did Notre Dame get in the playoff after getting smacked by Clemson? That's beyond, blows me away. But we'll get to that. Plus, of course, the lock and upset of the week. Had a decent week last week, so I think we're we're about uh, 500 overall, which is not bad, giving you a lock and upset, so we'll get to that. But uh, first, it's NBA time. NBA starts tonight as we're recording this. Warriors Brooklyn, battle for LA. Let's go. We're back, Jerry. It's our sport. Let's go. Dude, I love it. Basketball's back. It honestly feels like we've been away for like a week. It came up so quickly, and I'm so thankful for it. And Christmas week, too, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, tonight though, as we record this, it's right before your Warriors and the Nets. Uh, the Nets actually going to have a healthy Kevin Durant for once. We'll see how long he, he and uh, Kyrie can play together. I don't know how long that's going to last or how well it's going to go, but I'm really excited to chat about uh, how good we think they're going to be and you know, kind of where the conferences line up and where everybody lands one through eight. Yeah, and before we get going here, I wanted to say. Um, Check out the weekly spotlight on Instagram and, and uh, on 2tvsports.com. And there we're, we're ranking, I'm ranking the top 10 games of the week. Um, so there's going to be a lot of basketball in there, some football right now. And uh, go check that out. Give you a little heads up on what to look forward to. That's going to be dropping Sunday night. Um, but yeah, Jerry, Warriors play the Nets tonight. And it's not, I don't think it's looking great for my team. I think. Durant and Kyrie are going to come out wanting to prove that they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, no Draymond Green and Wiseman's apparently he's starting. I'm excited to see that. I think he's going to be really good. Uh, I mean, he should be like starting. The he's the number two overall pick. You guys have needed a center for the longest time. You guys had fucking Zaza Pachulia out there running around. You guys won the chip with him, so it doesn't really matter. Now you actually have a guy that's talented at the five, so that's, that's pretty dope um, as a basketball fan. And I'm not even one of those people that hates the Warriors, so I'm, I'm excited to see that. Um, I'll be rooting for the Warriors against the Nets because, you know, the Nets losing helps my Celtics, so that's good. But, yeah, I think you're dead on with Kevin Durant coming out and dropping 30 night one. Yeah. let's. I'm just hoping no injuries on the Warriors' side. I feel like every game we played the last few years has been yeah. Uh, yeah. injuries. But uh, at second game, the battle for L.A., it's uh, Lakers-Clippers. And I guess it just this starts all over again. We can, you know, all the media pundits, everyone's going to be saying who's the better team after game one of the season. Uh, even though last year the Clippers dominated the Lakers in the regular season and the Lakers just won the title. The Clippers didn't even play them in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how these teams look. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers know that they have that on-off switch now and they can just kind of cruise through the regular season. I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue for them. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that overreacts if they lose opening night to the Clippers. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I think that they'll be ready to go come playoff time. And with that, let's uh, let's get into some of the teams we really like this season, Tosh. You want to go Eastern Conference or Western Conference kick things off? Uh, why don't we start with the West? And we're just going down down the line, right, and, and teams on how we think they're going to do. Yep. Um, overall in the in the West, so I my my number one team is the Lakers. Yeah, is, is that yours? Yeah, yeah that's also so mine. I'm, I have the Lakers one. I don't think it's I don't think it's that uh, much. I don't think there's that much room for them not to be the one seed. I like I even if LeBron takes a bunch of games off, Anthony Davis is going to go nuts in the games that 
everything's running through him. So I don't think they'll have any trouble locking up the one seed this season. Yeah, I mean, you have LeBron and AD. You, you got two of the top five players in the NBA. Like, I, on some of our previous pods, I mean, like, I'm not the biggest fan of some of the moves they made. Um, I think, like, getting Schroeder and Harrell is going to be good for the regular season in the playoffs. I don't know how effective those guys are going to be. Yeah, but, um, I mean, look at the guys they were starting in the bubble. Like, I don't think it really matters when you have Davis and LeBron James as two of your exactly. five starters. So. Exactly. And I, so I, just those, to clarify, too, I do like the moves that they made uh, with the team. Like, I think they got better overall as a team. I'll, I'll take the other side on that. I think they got a little bit worse. Um, but it's going to dep- I mean, if LeBron and AD are healthy, like, they're the, <laughs> like, they've got two of the top five players. Unstoppable, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's and they're both like huge forces where like it's you need to have two great defenders it's just those guys. Um and it's just very few teams have that. Um the one team I think if they get in a series with the Clippers, so I have the Clippers too. Do you have the Clippers too? I do not have the Clippers too. I actually have them uh, uh lower than you might think. Sheesh. Well, I've got the Clippers too. And uh I think if the Clippers play the Lakers in a series that's going to be a good series because the Clippers can actually kind of um, give LeBron some troubles. And then with Kawhi uh, plus just throw a bunch of guys at Anthony Davis, I think that they didn't happen last year, but if those I mean, we got robbed series, last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what was going on with the Clippers. I mean, it seems like their chemistry. I'm not a big Tyloo fan, Gary, like, Definitely not a big Ty Lee fan. I don't know if he's going to solve the issues there. So for me, it's just like the team chemistry. The They don't really have a point guard either. I think that's a big issue for them. Yeah, I mean, I have them a lot lower. I, I mean, I can tell you where I have them now. Or I can tell you my number two team, but I think it's more fun to tell you where I got the Clippers. And I, I have the Clippers all the way down coming in at number four this season. I got two, uh, three teams ahead of them, you know, one of them being the Lakers. Um, for all the reasons you just said, like I don't think Ty Lue is an upgrade from Doc Rivers. There's insane amount of uh, chemistry issues on that team. Kawhi's not going to play that much during the regular season, even in the short and regular season. Paul George is your superstar to lead that team. Like he's awesome in the regular season. Uh, but like the surrounding cast besides, you know, Kawhi and Paul George isn't exactly top tier. And a guy like Montrezl Harrell, who's great during the regular season, they lost to their crosstown rival anyways. So yeah, I have the Clippers coming in at the fourth seed in the regular season. Now that doesn't mean that they can't make a run in the playoffs when Kawhi is logging all those minutes. Um, I just don't think that this regular season they're going to be trying um, to lock up like that one spot like they were going all out last year. Yeah, and I think losing Harrell for the regular season is going to hurt. But I mean, so I guess who do, who do you have ahead of them then, Jerry? So my number two uh, seed in the West, I actually have the Denver Nuggets on the ascension of Jamal Murray. If he is anywhere close to what he was in the bubble, he's taken that next step. Jokic is amazing. I'm expecting Michael Porter Jr. to fit in a little bit better with the team. Um, and you have a little bit of a big three, and then you have some shooters on that team as well to surround it, round out the team. And the, they have pretty good bench depth as well. Um, I think that night to night in the regular season, they're going to be a really, really tough out. And so over the course of the season, they're going to stack those wins. Um, come playoff team, like they don't have that one dominant guy down the stretch, and which is why they might make a second round, second or third round exit. Uh, but regular season Nuggets, I'm very high on. So I have them at four. Um, if you're right about Yo- if Jokic and Murray take a second step, I think that's where they really improve. Yeah. Um, 
but I just don't know if if especially Murray, like in the bubble, that dude was insane. Like he yeah. was one of the best players in the NBA. And I just don't know if he's going to be able to do that night in and night out during a 72 game season. And then besides Murray and Jokic, I mean, you got Gary Harris. I don't think he's that good. Millsap like is looking old. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> Millsap's been of... looking old for a little while. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I like Gary Harris just because I like Gary Harris just because I was a Michigan state fan for a little while back when he was playing for the Spartans. Um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely had, he's just not a great offensive player. I mean, if Michael Porter, that's the key, Michael Porter, key. he develops yep. into like somewhat close to an all-star or something. I mean, they're going to be probably at yeah, the two seed, but, uh, and we have to, uh, obligatorily mention bowl bowl just because no sports pod yeah, is complete without the nuggets and bowl bowl. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ducks. So at number three, so you have, you have the Clippers two and the Nuggets four, and I have that flip-flop, so I like that. I'm going to see if your number three is the same as my number three. I have the Dallas Mavericks led by Luka Doncic as my number three seed in the regular season. Yeah, so I got I got the Mavericks three, too. I, I think Luka takes another step. I mean, the one thing that worries me about this team is Porzingis being hurt. Like, yeah. that could, I mean, if you say he's only a out a few months like that could i don't know he could get re-injured there's just a lot up in the air but even without him i think they're still a pretty good team i like them getting josh richardson for steph curry i think that there's steph curry that i mean that adds a lot of i think that just adds defense adds and size to yeah the definitely yeah, size that they that they were definitely missing last yep. year yep um i just worry without luca like they're they're when he's off, off. Uh, oh, when he's off the court, the Mavericks are terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're not terrible with Porzingis and uh, Jalen Brunson's not too bad, but I guess maybe Tim Hardaway too, if you want to include him, uh, Junior. Uh, but yeah, like without Luca, the Mavs, there's no way they're finishing third. So it all, it's all contingent upon whether he stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, we're both huge Luca fans, and yep. I don't know. We, he, it's he's hard not really, to be right. Like who is yeah, it? He's, I mean, he's, he's amazing. Um, so, I mean, we're, I guess we've got these top four pretty similar. Um, yeah. so let's keep going down. Like I've got the trailblazers at five. Um, hey, me too. <laughs> so Dame CJ, of course. And then they added, uh, Covington, Derek Jones. I think their defense right. is going to be better. They're going to be a decent defense. Nurkic for the whole season too. Right, so the counter is like, oh, what are you guys talking about? They they were barely a playoff team last year. They were squeaking into the eighth spot. It's like, okay, but if you look and you follow the Blazers, like they were pretty injured, banged up. McCollum was hurt. Nurkic was out most of the season. They added Rocco this offseason. Gary Trent is apparently going to be starting small forward, I believe. Uh, and so, you know, it looks like they have a pretty solid starting five. Uh, they didn't extend Zach Collins, which was interesting. I don't think he needs to be extended, but a lot of Blazers fans were unhappy about that. Um, I think it's going to be pretty hard to see Dame missing the playoffs, and I, I like them solidly at five here. Yeah, just the energy Damian Lillard brings in a night-in-and-night-out basis I think is huge for the regular season. He's um, like Russell Westbrook it, that can shoot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's just he's he just brings tough. I mean, it's the Oakland toughness that that yep. guy brings. Yep. Where's the letter O for Oakland? So, uh, yeah, he'll – I think – I mean, I don't think they're finals contenders. Like, they're – they're in the same spot they've been in when they've been good for a few years. So yep. maybe make it to the conference finals if everything breaks right. Most likely first or second round exit for them. But um, yeah, so we're still. I mean, we're we have the same top five teams. 
Six yeah. is a team. I think I'm honestly, I, I've been looking at them a little bit closer. I think I'm sleeping on them a, a little bit. Uh, sixth, I have the Jazz. And okay. why I think the Jazz are, the Jazz have a lot of continuity and, um, that starting five of Conley, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, um, who else is in that? So Ingles, Gobert, and then you've got Clarkson, like O'Neal and Favors off the bench. I mean, I think that's a really solid group of eight. There's no like elite, elite talent there, but um, they're going to be a solid team. And if a guy goes out, you know, like say you look at, at the Mavericks, if Luka goes out, like they're screwed. Uh, the Jazz, if any one of those guys goes out, I mean, they'll still Next be all up. right. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. I might and Mike Conley have has to have a better higher. season than last year, right? Like, he just has to. Yeah, I think I think he'll be good. I mean, it seemed like he was pretty good in the bubble. He was a little bit more healthy. And Bogdanovich didn't play in the bubble either. And that guy is honestly one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I think he yeah. averaged like 20 points per game. He's a solid defender. He's got good size. Um, and I think Clarkson, Clarkson was there for what half the season last year. That was like a mid season trade. Yeah. So he'll be there the whole year. Um, I think the jazz are just going to be a stall team. I, so do you have them six? I no. So I actually have them seventh, one spot lower, but after everything you just said, like I was, I was really close between my six and the jazz at seven. And so my six is actually, uh, your golden state warriors. I think, that with a healthy step, it's gonna be they're gonna win a lot of regular season games. I think Wiseman's really good. Um, I like what I've seen a lot from him. Draymond's gonna come back. Not that I think he's the biggest impact maker, but he's gonna bring the energy on defense. Um, Kelly Oubre is no Clay Thompson, but he's decent. And Andrew Wiggins, I mean, he's a starter in the NBA, I guess. He's not the superstar that everybody wanted him to be. Um, I think that the Warriors are are hungrier now that they've tasted some of that bitter defeat and losing. And being injured and whatnot, so I think Steph's gonna be trying balling out this season. Uh, but like, I think the Jazz and the Warriors are really, really close. Like, the Jazz are my seventh, the Warriors are my sixth. So they're, they're, I mean, I'm splitting hairs between them, and they're definitely different. Um, it was interesting. The Jazz, the Jazz gave Rudy Gobert the 205 million dollar extension, and now him and him and Donovan Mitchell, I guess, are fine. You know, they both got extended to their to their to their deals. What is it, another four or five years with both of them? I guess yeah. the uh, the schism in the locker room didn't. Uh, erupt into yeah. them demanding trades that's that seems like kind of locking yourself into a four seed every year but i mean what else are they gonna do but what, if you're utah um, though it's hard to attract free agents like really like yeah. they're both homegrown they guys need to, they need to hit on another draft pick and get another superstar which um, is tough though because you're gonna be picking pretty low because they're gonna be that yeah, four or five they're good. seven what yeah yep um so yeah warriors i mean do you have I them at seven right. so i have them at eight Oh wow! Okay, you have you're a little yeah, bit lower on your own I, team than I, I am. Yeah, I mean, I hope you're right. The thing that worries me about the Warriors is it, if Steph is out for any time period, they just have no offense besides yeah. him. Um, I think they're so. Gonna I'm be doing these easy. rankings contingency on on the, the players being healthy. So yeah, I mean, I am too, but it's just I I think when Steph is out of the game, this team's really going to struggle. So I'm really worried about that. Draymond is out for a few games like um but hey, what is his injury the, actually because i don't he, i didn't he has know a foot injury he, he i has mean a, he had all so off he, season to get healthy what happened he, i think he i think it's a minor injury he had covid and then came back was practicing for a few days and then like hurt his foot i think he would probably play if it was a the playoffs but yeah we're playing brooklyn and then 
the Bucks. So, I mean, it's not like we would probably win those games anyway. So I think they're just kind of resting them. Um, but also what's worrisome about the Warriors to me is their bench is relying on Brad, your boy, Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then also like Kent Bazemore, Marquise Chris, Eric Pascal. I just don't think those, any of those guys yeah. are that good. It's not great. Um, and, but I mean, I think the Warriors will be pretty good. I think they'll be the around the eight seed. Um, and I just like a lot of these other teams more. Um, but I think the Warriors will be frisky. And like, if they get in the eight seed and they're healthy going into the playoffs, James Wiseman's looking good. Like, I would not want to play them. Um, so who's your seven? So yeah, my seven's the Suns. Oh and wow, okay. I wanted to put the Suns higher just because I think I've always been a huge Devin Booger fan. I think Chris Paul just brings um, like a professionalism to that team where they're going to want to win night in and night out. And same with Jay Crowder. I, I like that addition. And one of my sleepers of the whole season in the NBA is Michael Bridges. Like he's going to be, he's really good. I liked him at Villanova. He's going to be a good shooter. Don't sleep on him, Jerry. Um, uh, and he's a I good mean, defender. Listen, I like the Suns for a couple of different reasons. Um, and D-Book Aiden, was getting it done. I think Paul is going to make Aiden a lot better, I think, too. Yeah, oh, definitely, um, definitely. And I think they're going to be hungry to win as many games as they can well, in the regular season. So. You saw what Devin Booker said. He said, this is the last year we're not making the playoffs. Like, he's making the playoffs this year. I agree with you. The Suns are a playoff team. Um, Booker, though, has been doing on volume and a lot of volume to get his numbers. I think the addition of Chris Paul, we talked about it, like is awesome. Like it's going to take some of the ball handling load off of uh, Devin Booker, and, and the Chris Paul addition can only help DeAndre. And just like you said, um, so yeah, I definitely think the, the Suns are, are a playoff team. I have them at eighth though, because I didn't feel comfortable ranking them ahead of the Jazz or the Warriors, um, which is interesting because I had a, I had this team left off: Zion Williamson, the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. I have them not making the playoffs by one spot. Um, and so I have the Suns Pelicans kind of around that eighth spot. Uh, but I, I like, I don't yeah, see the so Suns not making it play each other in the main game potentially. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I think they're definitely going to play each other for that, for that last spot in the play in game. Yeah. I mean, I think, so I have the Pelicans at 10. Um, and I didn't really like their off season moves. I mean, I'm a huge Zion fan, like big, I think Zion's going to be great. Um, I think he is really good already, but I just don't, I mean, surrounding him with Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams, like those guys can't shoot. Um, it's just going to clog the paint for Zion. Brandon Ingram, like he can shoot. I I wouldn't say he's like I love Brandon Ingram. I think he's awesome. Like, I think he's going to be a really, really good player if you don't like him that much. I mean, I, I think he's a really good player. I just think that when you've got him and Zion, two guys who aren't going to be, you know, shooting a ton of threes who need the ball in their hands. I think surround those guys with three point shooters. So you already Ingram, have Lon- no, but Ingram, I think has the length and the ability to shoot uh, quite a bit from three. If he takes, you know, I agree, but I think that like him with the ball in his hands, driving and dishing, like he's a good passer. Yeah. Um, you got to surround him with shooters. And when you surround him with guys like Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo ball, like that's just not going to provide the shooting that could make that offense amazing. So I don't think their offense is going to be amazing. And then the, on the defense, like Brandon Ingram worries me defensively a little bit. Yeah, but Zion, Zion doesn't. Lonzo doesn't. 
like you can have defensive lapses if you have those two great defenders on your team. I think that you know Ingram might not be the best defender, but he has the size to at least stay with a guy. And if Zion's crashing on the help or Steven Adams, we know can crash on help. Like I, the th- I don't know. The Pelicans are hard for me because like they're gonna be really really fun. They're gonna be like the most fun team to watch in the NBA with all those guys we just talked about. And it's hard to keep them out of the playoffs, but I think they're such a young team that it's very easy for them to miss the playoffs as they have those growing pains. Yeah. So I think they're, I think they're destined for the playing. I think they're going to be like yep. nine or 10. I have them at 10 and be the last team in the play in and Zion, the whole Zion and all that, all the hype. Um, so I had, yeah, I guess I had Suns eight, seven warriors, eight Pelicans, 10, the last team that I think we need to talk about here is the Rockets. Um, I mean, who the hell knows what's going on with them? But well, I think like, it's funny. And for those who don't know, we didn't chat about what, like, who we have on our list before recording this. And I think it's great that we both don't have the Rockets anywhere near the playoffs because we both assume that Harden's getting traded. Um, I think these standings for both of us will change. You know, once we know what happened, where Harden's going, um, it's fascinating. Can't wait for yeah. that news to break. It's. I mean, even with, without Harden, I don't. I think they're pretty bad. Um, if John Wall's healthy, they could be all right, maybe. But yeah, it just who who knows what's going on with them. That's why I had him at nine. Uh, and if Harden's playing well and giving in a hundred percent, they're they're going to be better than the nine seed. I, you, I mean, you. Oh yeah, definitely. If Harden if Harden plays uh, every game that like he's been playing the last couple of years, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. They're going to be way better than nine. The thing is that they're he, he's not. Like he just got into a bunch of arguments with his teammates. The report came out today as we record this. Like he wants out of Houston so bad. The Rockets are screwed. Um, it's gonna be another couple of years before they're they're back to relevancy. Yeah. So I mean, that's why we have the the Rockets nine, and then uh, eleven. I have the Grizzlies. Twelve. The Spurs. Thirteen. The Kings. Fourteen. The Timberwolves. And fifteen. The Thunder. I mean, are there any teams there that you think are better than what I had them at? Um. No, I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, those teams are... I like the Thunder being last. Like, Sam Presti just using the Thunder as a way yeah, station tanking. to get picks. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna, That's going to be really uh, interesting, some, actually. I think they're going to move Al Horford again uh, and get more yeah, picks. So they're just going to be selling. Gonna have a good, I think Horford's going to have a good year, and they're going to be able to flip him and maybe get something. Well, sure, because like they they'll play him at the right position, and he'll exactly. be starting and not coming off the bench. Like, a, yeah, he's going to have a great year. That was a shrewd move by them. And I think some people think the Timberwolves are going to be good, but I just no. don't I just don't see any defensive upside that, on their team. And with D'Angelo Russell at point guard, I don't think their offense is going to be great. That's uh, a team where individual players put up a bunch of stats. That the team itself is just garbage. I don't yeah, see the Timberwolves doing anything, especially in the West. Uh, but Tosh... I know about the West is the East a better conference now? Like they look much more competitive in the last couple of years. I think we actually have a, a little bit more parity in the NBA than the last so I uh, think five. The East seeds two through maybe three through like six might be better than three through six in the West. But when you get down to teams, the Magic, <laughs> the Hornets, the Pistons, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Knicks, those teams yeah. are all a joke and are so. So bad. It's bad as any team in the West, I think. Um, so I think no, it's uh, it's not better, but um, but it, it's, maybe not top to bottom. But I think I think they have some good teams up top. Uh, so number one, 
no surprises here, Tosh. I think you'll like this one. It's Giannis and the Bucks. Uh, I haven't finished at one in the regular season because they have done it before. Um, they're unstoppable in the regular season. Their issues only come up in the playoffs against either the Celtics or the Heat, uh, which is always funny to see. But I think that the Bucks uh, are, are on a mission this year, and I think Giannis is even more locked in this year, and if that's even possible. So I, you know, I good for you. You're gonna have a good regular season watching your Bucks. They're gonna be number one in the East. I don't think they'll be challenged too much there. Yeah, I mean, they lost a lot of depth, which I think is going to hurt for the regular season. For the playoffs, it's going to be um, not too big of an issue. I just think overall people are sleeping on the Drew Holiday trade. Like, at the end of the day, we gave up Bledsoe Hill, two guys who we couldn't really rely on, a bunch of picks that are going to end up 25 through 30 for Drew Holiday. And I think he's you put Drew Holiday with Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Lopez, and that's the best four group of four in the NBA, probably the best four since the uh, Warriors four of, of Clay, Steph, Dre, and um, and KD, of course. So, I mean, like, I you think mean that Ben group... Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and uh, whoever you want to put in that Tyler Hero is the fourth. It was not yeah, better than no. them. Come on. No. And I think, I mean, we'll get to the heat, but, I think a lot of what happened to the Bucks last year was just the whole bubble situation and that they just they, from the time that the bubble started they weren't playing well. It's not like they weren't didn't just play well against the Heat. They weren't playing well the whole bubble and I think that they just um didn't have that team chemistry back that they had when they were playing super well. So I mean I, I have the Bucks won too as well. Yeah. Um I think in the, I mean, if KD and Kyrie are playing well in the playoffs, that's going to be a tough team to beat for the Bucks. But other than them, I think that I, I think the Heat got a little worse. I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, I think the Bucks are probably going to come out of the East unless KD and Kyrie are just really playing well. Yeah, I like that. Um, the team that I hope will challenge them at number two, my Celtics. I got them coming in at two. Kemba looks to be hurt though. That's still the thing that's really really uh worrisome like he's getting older his knees aren't great but tatum man he, i don't know if you heard tosh but he grew two inches like this man's gonna be an absolute stud um he i mean he has to carry the team like we like if he has a bad game we're gonna I, lose so uh, yeah i mean i heard i heard this stuff about tatum growing two inches i, I well i was wondering is so he grew two inches by the time the bubble ended no 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 no, no. It, was, it was from the start like... of last season like pre-pandemic so it's been like a year and a half and that's possible in a year and a half everybody just read the report and freaked out because it was like how did he grow two inches in like three months the nba was gone but no no no. it's been like a year and a half since the official measurement was was taken so i mean i'm fully in on tatum and brown um but the issue yeah, the rest i have of the celtics the rest... right but the yeah, tristan thompson I... signing is nice for us dude and i like marcus smart too i mean i'm a pretty big marcus smart fan after the bubble i think he played really well like i think he yeah can be a, a very good starter on a championship team, but I don't trust anyone else on this team. I mean, Daniel Tice is all right. You've got, and then but he's not our starter. Tristan Thompson. I'm thinking Tristan Thompson. Okay. I think Daniel Tice is better than Tristan. I just don't think Tristan Thompson adds anything on offense defensively. Oh, I, I think defensively your team is going to be really good. I, I don't think there's any denying that like Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, yeah. Jason Tatum, yep. I guess Thompson, those guys are hey, all solid. defense wins so, championships. That's what I like to hear. So, yeah, I mean, defensively, you're going to be great. Uh, the problem with me with this whole Celtics thing is you guys have had all these mid to late first round picks over the last few years. 
that have really resu- not resulted in much. And I feel yeah. like if you guys traded them, especially last year, you add one or two more quality players on yep. that team, yep. and yep. you're in the finals. Yep. And we saw the Heat. The Heat kept it close. The Heat did it, dude. Yeah, Andre Iguodala would have helped us a shit ton last year. I mean, the Heat were yeah, making I mean, all the moves that we should have been Heat, making. Even in the finals last year, the Heat like kept it. They they played without Bam and Drogic. They and kept it close. They, yeah, they like they easily could have taken that to Game Seven. Um, so I mean, my question of the Celtics is just like Aaron Naismith, Romeo Langford, Grant. But Williams. your boy Payne Pritchard's on the team. Yeah, you gotta love the Celtics. Pritchard. I mean, I like. So Pritchard. where do you where do you uh, have us? So yeah, I have the Celtics third. Okay, um, but I do think that there's a pretty big drop off. So I have the Bucks one, one, and then I have a pretty big drop off, and then I have the Nets too. And I have another okay. pretty big drop off, and then I have the Celtics and the whole list of other teams we're going to go through. But um, yeah, I just really worry about the Celtics' depth. Um, yeah, I mean, but um, I think Tatum and I think Brown's going to have a, a really good year too. Not just Tatum. I think those guys. I mean, those guys are really good. So um, I have them third. Yeah, I mean that's so that's where I have the Nets, and it's just because I hate. Well, one, I hate Kyrie, and I think that at some point during the season. I think they'll come out of the gates hot, like the first month or two, they'll win a bunch of games. Uh, but it's when you get into the dog days of the season and Kyrie and Katie are arguing over some stupid shit, like who got the ball like in the end of the second quarter for like some meaningless possession. Um, that's what worries me about the Nets. And so that's why, I, and I was thinking about this for a while, the Celtics and Nets. Um, I think that, that rivalry is going to be back, especially with the picks that were traded uh, between the Nets and that and that uh, Paul Pierce trade, I think the fans are, are excited for that, and that the Nets are going to be good again. Um, I, like the Nets could easily, the Nets could easily have an amazing regular season, be way ahead of the Celtics, and that wouldn't shock me. I just would rather have them in my rankings preseason below my Celtics. So they're coming yeah. at three for now. I so I mean I don't think any of these teams other than the Bucks are is even close to as good as the Lakers. So I I mean I don't think these teams are that good is what i'm saying right um i think i don't think the celtics are as good as last year i don't think the heat are as good as last year the raptors um and i think the nets will be pretty good just with kd on if he's on your team he's playing well he's going to be your team's going to be top seed and i i i know we talked about this on the previous pod but steve nash i think is a good, i think he's going to keep it very relaxed on in that team and just set a good atmosphere well, for all those guys. I mean, he has to, he can't be the ego monster on, on the nets. Like he, yeah. he needs to be more relaxed than Steve Kerr and Pete Carroll. Like he, yeah, he <laughs> can't be bringing any, any ego into that locker room. That would be a disaster. Um, yeah. so do you, so for your four, we talked about this team a little bit. They made the finals. I have the heat at four. Do you also have the heat right below Celtics and nets? Yeah. So I got the heat at four and I think they, I think they got a little bit worse. Um, and it's not, really good about but um jay crowder was huge for them against yeah. the bucks and he allowed them to play bam at five he could guard many positions um and i think they're really gonna miss him and i think they mortgaged a little bit of their offseason to try to sign Giannis. and Giannis, in and case it didn't work out it, yeah he's there with the bucks five year uh, deal with the bucks <laughs> dude jay crowder i don't get it man he was on the Cavs, the celtics um the heat i think he was even on um was it Memphis? No, it wasn't Memphis. It was. Yeah, he was on Memphis before the yeah, Heat. Me- yeah, and so 
like, been around the ball. I don't get it. He's been yeah, no team like every team just kind of throws him in as this like trade asset to you'd be like, oh, just take Jay Crowder too. This man is a good player. Like he hits threes, plays great defense, um, doesn't turn the ball over that much. I would love to have Jay Crowder on the Celtics. Um but yeah, yeah the, he, the Heat didn't get better. No. And what I'm what I'm worried for the Heat about too is Drogic was playing insane in the bubble. Like the best he's played. And I think a lot of that was because he had all that time off to rest his body. And he just did the whole bubble thing. He was hurt at the end of the bubble. Now he's going to play 72 games, go into the playoffs. Like, I just don't think he's going to be even close to the player he was last year. So then it's really just going to be relying on Butler and bam. And like their, I guess, Tyler hero. Um, I don't yeah, really it'll be interesting with make... all the hype around Tyler here to see uh, if he actually... I don't think he's going to make that big of a jump from what he was, especially what he was doing in the bubble. I mean, I think he'll be pretty good, but he's not going to be... He can't be your one or two scoring option um, on your team. So I think the Heat got a little bit worse. I guess, I mean, I have them higher ranked than they were going into the playoffs last year, but I think some of these other teams got a little bit worse too. Uh, um but I think the Heat, yeah, we both think they got a little bit worse. So, yep. um, and, and even though they got worse, we, like we still have them up pretty high. So at four, yeah, they'll be good. Um, Raptors at number five. That's what I have. Nope. The, I don't have that. Uh, the Raptors, I have a number six. I just, I had never been a big Kyle Lowry guy. I think they're trying to let Fred Van Vliet take good over. Player. I don't think Spicy P is that good at the four and running your offense through him. He's taking a couple jump hooks at the, at the four, like 10 feet away from the basket. I just don't think that's a way to win a lot of games. Um, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Like they have a good team, but they lost Gasol. I think it's a bigger loss than people think, um, even though he was getting a little bit older. Um, is Chris Boucher going to take a prominent role on the team? That's going to be exciting. Um, I love Chris Boucher, but I hate that he's on the Raptors. So I hate rooting for the Raptors. Um, I have this team at six. The team I have ahead of them, Bringing in new life in Philadelphia, the 76ers, um, a team that, Tosh, you know that I love to shit on the 76ers as much as I can. Um, I do like Doc Rivers. I think that giving them one year with Simmons and Embiid is going to be, I think it's going to be beneficial. Having a competent coach that's not Brett Brown. It doesn't even have to be Doc Rivers. I just think getting a new guy in there that's not Brett Brown is going to be very helpful. Um, And last regular season, they didn't play so great. And there were a lot of questions, but the season before that they had a hot streak where they won like 18, 20 games. I think it was, or like 18 out of 20, something crazy like that. And I think the Sixers, um, if they get the ship righted and there's not that much questions about Simmons shooting and they can win some games, I think they're, they're a good lock to be at the five. I think they're better than the Raptors. So I just don't see really how the Sixers got better. I mean, yeah, they got rid of, Horford, but it's not. I mean, they added Danny Green. It's not like Danny Green. Addition by subtraction, getting rid of Horford. They they got rid of Josh Richardson. They added Seth Curry. I mean, I don't think Seth Curry is a better. I think it's more about how. I think it's more about how they run the offense, though, under Doc Rivers. I I don't think it's the changes in players on the team. Uh, So I see, I see that like point, but I just, I think Embiid is really the bigger issue when it comes. I think they should run their offense through Simmons. And I think Simmons is really a great player and um, maybe not a great player, but I think Simmons is the better option between the two. And I just don't think that they're ever going to uh, do that until Embiid leaves. Like Embiid does. I don't, I just, he, he's not a 
I just don't think that he's that great of a player to be feeding him the ball every time down the court and want do you have them stand around. Do you have the Sixers one spot below the Raptors then? So yeah, I have the Sixers I have the Sixers sixth. Um I was yeah. thinking about putting them even lower, but um I just think I, I think Doc Rivers in the regular season is a good coach to have to just yeah. win you some games. Definitely. Um I don't think their depth is very good either though. I mean, is there anyone on their bench who you think is like a good player? I mean, maybe it's like Seth Curry and Shake Milton, but yeah, but they're not going to be a big um, difference maker. I listen, I'm all with you for saying Sixers aren't going to be good. I hope they stay bad. Like that would be great. I love like, seeing in, in all the talk like, about like every time I hear the Sixer, like every time I see Sixer stuff, hear Sixer stuff, it's like, well, the Sixers have two of the top 15 players in the NBA. It's like, it's like okay, let me just get and? this out there. Those <laughs> those two guys are not top fifteen players in the NBA, though. It's the thing. Like those guys, especially Embiid, I don't think he's a top fifteen player in the NBA. Like he has the whole. I think he thing he would him, be if center, uh, if he got if he got in shape. I think Embiid, like the whole yeah, thing maybe, with him is that he just doesn't. Oh, yeah, it's true. It only takes. Yeah, it's true. He's not. So, I mean, he's not yet. That's why I have them at six. I mean, they've been right around there the entire time I've had Simmons and MD. I don't think either of those guys have gotten much better since they came in the NBA. I don't know why they're just going to get all of a sudden much better this year with very little offseason. Um, so, yeah, I have them at six, and I think they'll probably lose in the first round again, and then they're going to have to trade one of them. So, yeah, um, it'll be time to trade them at that point for sure. So, yeah. Seven out of the Pacers. Yep. Uh, just some of the, their injury stuff worries me with like Oladipo and then TJ Warren's apparently out now and then Jeremy Lamb's out. So uh, I think they'll take a little bit of a step back from last year where they were the four seed. But uh, I'm a big Malcolm Brogdon fan. I wish the Bucks re-signed him. That was a mistake. Yeah, they definitely should. That was uh, a huge mistake on their part. They could use him too. Like, I mean, he'd be great. Yeah. Definitely. He'd be a yeah. great addition to their starting lineup. Um, the Pacers, though, are like, are good. Well, what do you do, I guess, with Turner and Sabonis? Like, that's, you know. I think Turner is a good defensive player. And I mean, I think I think it's easier to build your team around Turner, but I think Sabonis is a little bit of better of a player. Yeah. And I think Sabonis is, like, valued higher, potentially. So I would think about trading Sabonis. Um, but they got a new coach in there, so that's going to be interesting to see how he uses those guys. Uh, but I mean, they've got a lot of talent. It's just no one, no elite talent unless Oladipo, if he can get back healthy, he's, I mean, that's a key for them really. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And yeah, whether he can stay healthy, he didn't look good in the bubble. Right. Like he, he looked bad. I think he was using the bubble too, to get back and like work out some of the, some of the coming back from injury stuff. I don't know. He suffered a pretty bad injury. I wonder if it's going to be kind of like the Gordon Hayward situation. I hope not. I like watching more like, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, where do you have them? Do you have them? At- the Pacers at seven. Yeah, I have them in the same spot you yeah. have them. I think they're. I think they're going to make the playoffs. They have a very well-rounded team. They just don't have that one superstar that carries them past the first round. Yeah, to me, it's it's like you've got the Bucks one, and then the next Nets, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, Sixers. Um, kind of just depends on how things break, but I think that that's the next kind of group, and then the Pacers, and then below the right. Pacers. Um, I think I know where you're going with this one, but I have the Hawks. Okay. Um, I like what, I mean, I like Bogey, Bogdanovich. I like Danilo, uh, and I like, I think Trey, I, their offense is going to be really good. And if they can get anything defensively from 
uh, Hunter, DeAndre Hunter, Reddish, Rondo, Ritter. Chris Dunn. Yeah, if a Konglu can be um, solid, like they, they've got John Collins for offense, they're going to be a electric offensive team. Uh, yeah, and I think the defensive that's side worries enough. me for sure, but the, they're going to be they're going to put up points. If you can do that in the East, you're going to at least be somewhat serviceable to potentially yeah. get an eight spot. Um, and I really don't like any of these other teams in the East. So, uh, I have them at eight. Um, so my eighth spot, I have two teams because of the play in, uh, and one of them was definitely the Hawks. And the other one's the wizards, because I think that Russell Westbrook on a team, uh, is really, really hard to keep out of the playoffs, especially when you have Bradley Beal. So I don't know. It's interesting. I, I could see it. And honestly, we could go to the Pacers at seven, but honestly, I could see it being Hawks Wizards seven eight, and the Pacers not making the playoffs. Like thinking about it and kind of what the teams are, um, especially if Bradley Beal has the same anywhere close to the same season he had last season. Uh, I, like the Wizards and the Hawks are two teams on any given night that could win, but I don't really trust either of these teams to be better than the other. Like I'm having a hard tough time. I think they're similar. Better. I think they're similar in the fact that they both have a lot of guys who have offensive talent and not much defensive talent. Right. Um, with the Wizards, you got Westbrook and Deal and, and Bertons. Um, like that, those three guys are going to create a fun offense. But I think that the NBA community some... is all going to be like, oh, like the Hawks are going to do it because Trey, everyone likes Trey Young and they have a bunch of guys. They're pretty young. And I think. I'm actually kind of leading Wizards as a contrarian here going with that. I think Thomas Bryant takes another big leap. Um, Denny, I think, will work in the offense fine. Um, I, I kind of like Brad Beals have to carry that team, but if he doesn't have to ball handle as much with Russell Westbrook on the team, I kind of like the Wizards sneaking in as the uh, eighth. Although I guess I guess this season is going to be a playing game, so it's not like it's going to be definitive Wizards eight seed. Um, I, I'm going to be watching, though, to see – Wizards Hawks regular season, how they match up. Cause I don't think they match up. Like there's a bunch of mismatches everywhere on the court with those two teams. So that's going to be an interesting, uh, Eastern conference battle. Yeah. And that for the 10th team, the last team in the plan, I, I think I want the Hornets to get in. I would love to see Melo and uh, I just Hayward don't think they're there. that good, but yeah, I've got the magic even with Isaac being out. I just think, Dude. I think the Steve Clifford's a good coach and, did you the see kid. they extended everybody very quietly? They extended Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Like, I, Jesus. I mean, the Magic, I don't... They're, they're odd. I don't know what they're doing for the future. I really don't. Are they going to trade Aaron Gordon? Like, what? It, yeah. They just need... They're, I think they're just banking on hoping that Fultz and Isaac, like, develop into Isaac's legit. Players. Jonathan Isaac's really good. Sucks to see towards ACL. Uh, but when he comes yeah. back, if you know that's healed, he's going to be a very good player. So yeah, I mean, I think the magic magic probably get into that plan, but won't be too big a fight. And then lose there. like so, usual. Yeah, yeah. But then so I've got Hornets eleven, Pistons twelve, Bulls thirteen, Cavs fourteen, Knicks fifteen. I think uh, I think you got the Pistons too high. I think I mean not that it matters that low, but I think yeah. the Pistons are too high. I think I mean if Griffin's healthy, I think they'll be all right. But we'll see. I mean, they're not very good. Uh, the Knicks are going to be. I think the Knicks are going to be really bad. Like Terrible. really, really. They're going to be so bad again. Um, which is good though for them. They're tanking. So, um, cool. So yeah, MVP picks. 
Um, I, I think this is really between two, maybe three guys, Giannis, Luca, and Anthony Davis. Um, and I'll go with my boy Giannis, the three-peat. I think he's just going to even probably be a little bit better than last year. He's going to play a little bit more minutes. Last year, he only played like 30 minutes a game. This year, he's going to be, he's going to have to play more with their depth. And uh, I think he's going to be amazing. So I'll go with him, but it would not surprise me if Luca or Davis won it. I think that, I mean, I think me and a lot of NBA fans are all pushing for Luca, and I think that the hype's going to be around Luca because even, like, guys who have been NBA lifers love Luca. So instead of them giving it to Giannis again, I think that they might go Luca if there's even – if it's close between them. But I do think Giannis is going to have another monster season just like usual. Yeah, I could see Luca for sure. Uh, rookie of the year, I'm going to go with James Wiseman. Nope, I, I got – Starting at center – every game for the Warriors and uh, he's just, he's going to add, he's going to be really good. He's, he's going to look super big on the court. He's going to look like Rudy Gobert on the court, but have handles and can shoot an outside shot a little bit. So he's going to be, you don't really think good. you don't think it's going to be Lamelo with all his pizzazz and his flash. I think that so, his assist number is going to be crazy. He's going to score a little bit. He's going to get boards. Like I think it's going to be Lamelo, and like, I'm not even that big on the balls in Lame- general, the thing- but the thing about Lamelo is you'll see these like clips of him with the crazy, with like crazy pass, and then you'll look at his stat line. He's like one of ten from the field for yeah, five points, yeah. and it's just like it's funny though. We uh, both he, number he one overall shoot. picks getting no love. Anthony Edwards. He's uh, I don't think he's any good. You know? At least now, maybe in like five years, but I definitely think he's negatively going to affect them compared to just a normal shooting guard. And yeah, and he's just going to be insanely efficient. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then finals pick. Oof. I think Great. the Bucks get there this year. I do. I think. I think the Bucks is. This is the. But the thing is, we. I mean, we've been I saying this so. the last like two or three years, right? Where it's like, okay, the Bucks are going to do it this year. I don't think the Celtics have a good chance. The Heat aren't going to get there again. The Nets. I think that a lot of people like them, but I just. I, I don't think they're going to make it this year. The finals, anyways. And I don't think anyone's better in the East. So unless there's a big roster move where James Harden is now on the 76ers. Uh, I don't think the Bucks are going to have too much of a problem in the East. Um, in the West, it's really, really hard to pick against Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and I'm not going to. I don't think there's another team that can stop them. I think we're finally going to get to see Giannis LeBron go at it or Giannis AD go at it. Um, and I know that's a very, very chalk pick, but that's the way it goes in the NBA. And so even though that might be a collision course for the finals, I'm still excited to see what happens because out of that matchup, I think that's really close. Yeah, I hate to be chalked too, but I'll go Bucks, Lakers. I oh, think. man, we're really just, yeah, that's chalked with both and, of us there. It, you know, it would not shock me, though, if the Nets or the Clippers um, got there. It really would not shock me. Um, but I just don't think the Clippers just didn't. I, I, well, I was in the Clippers last year and they got worse. So, like, I'm, I don't believe in them this year right now. I, I think the Clippers got a little bit better for playoff time. I just wish – so they added Luke Kennard. I would just wish instead of Luke Kennard they added maybe, like, a Drew Holiday or someone a little bit better who could yeah. maybe more, like, initiate some offense and get some shots for their wings. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the Bucks just have the most – talent in the east and the lakers have ad and lebron so um and then winning the finals i mean it's hard to go against the lakers you've got two of the top five players in the nba like it's pretty ridiculous what they did um to get to get together um and i've been on 
you know, I've I've, I've said that many times, but um, yeah, I guess I'll stick with them to win the finals. All right, Tosh, we waited long enough. I think it's time to let you rant about uh, Notre Dame and the college football playoff. Yeah, dude, Uh, how does how does Notre so Notre Dame? They're down. What was it, Jerry? Thirty-four-three. It was a lot. Yeah, it was like 34-3 to Clemson. So the playoff committee had Notre Dame ranked at two, Clemson ranked at three, Bama's ranked at one. So Notre Dame's down 30, loses by 30, or I guess they scored 10 at the end. So they lose by 24, they get smacked by number two ranked Bama now, or two ranked Clemson. Now they go play number one. Their response to them losing by 30 to number two ranked Clemson is, oh, you guys, go play number one ranked Bama in the college football playoff. Let me tell you, Alabama is going to beat Notre Dame probably 52 to 10. It's going to be an absolute blowout. It's not even going to be close. Like, why can't we get someone else in this game? I mean, you've got an undefeated Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Dude, Coastal Carolina. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Jerry, Cincinnati beat um, Louisiana. But Louisiana played Iowa State. Iowa State lost to Louisiana by, like, 20. Yet – Iowa State was ranked ahead of Cincinnati with two more losses than them. Like, that's just flat-out disrespect. Um, and at this point, I feel like the group of five should just make their own playoff because they're not getting into this playoff anytime soon. Um, and so, yeah, give Cincinnati a chance. Give Coastal Carolina a chance. Like, maybe even AM. Like, I know they lost to Bama, too, but that was all the way back at the beginning of the season. Yeah, like Notre Dame just doesn't like if you lose by thirty the game before the playoff, you you just don't deserve to be in it. Like, please, like, like, come on. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I I love a good college football rant from Tosh. That's that's what I live for right there. Uh, I don't have too much to add for that because Tosh is our resident college football expert and college basketball expert. Uh, <laughs> I like watching casually, but the Ducks have been uh, just shit this year. But I guess they did win the Pac-12. Championships so that's don't get the champions. New Year's Bowl. Yeah, again, New Year's Day game. That's gonna be pretty hype. That's what I'm in it for. Dude, and now we um, get to play Iowa State, who I think we're probably gonna be so winning yeah. the Fiesta Bowl. Great season. Great season. season. But uh, for stay tuned next week because next week we're gonna break down all the New Year's Six bowls. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, we'll we'll get our takes out about some of that stuff. How much Clemson's or how much Notre Dame's gonna lose by? Um, and, and yeah, but. Um, let's get to our locks and upsets of the week. I'm not going to go through the whole slate, but we've got a few games that I, that we really like here. Um, I was considering my lock, Jerry. I was considering between two games. So I had, I was thinking Atlanta is getting 10 and a half against Kansas city. Now Kansas city has nothing to play for, literally nothing to play for. Uh, Atlanta doesn't really either, but Atlanta's, Shown that they're playing better as of late. Uh, Kansas City is besides, shown besides gonna... blowing another lead, right? <laughs> yes, but like the, they got to Tom Brady, I might add. Dude, Atlanta in the in, if Atlanta has good coaching this year, they're like eleven and five. Um, and and the Chiefs have been barely skating by. Like I don't see how they're ten. In, I don't see them winning by eleven points in this game, but. Um, I decided not to go with that. I'm going to go with Denver Chargers over 48 and a half. So all I need is like a 27-24 game here. Last time it was 30-27. Denver's secondary is very beat up. Dude, yeah, um, there, there's, yeah, yeah. I was a little uh, fooled by their their defense, and it's not as nearly as good as I thought it was. So I got burnt on that one. Yeah, their secondary is 
I, I didn't realize that too, but apparently their secondary is super. And the only thing that worries me about this is Denver putting up enough points. But I think with their receiving core, um, I just think that they'll probably get to 20 and the Chargers will get to at least 30. So um, I like I'm going to go over 48 and a half for that as my lock of the week. I like it. My lock of the week, Tosh, keeping it simple here. Uh, you went to this guy last week, Mitchie Truebags Trubisky, the Mitchell truther you were. Uh, I'm riding with the Bears this week, and the only reason is they're playing the Jags. The Jags just leapfrogged the Jets after that debacle, which we don't even have time to get into on today. Uh, and the Jags just aren't winning another game. They're going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. There's just no way. The Bears lock it in, win this game. Yeah, they'd be pretty stupid to win that game. And uh, I, I had some success with the Bears last week against Vikings, hit on that upset. So um, to this week's upset, uh, call me crazy here, but I am going to pick the team that just lost to the Jets playing up in Seattle. Um, I'm going with the Rams plus 110 against Seattle. I think um, Seattle's not that good, uh, first and foremost. And the Rams beat them once already. I think that they're going to be able to contain Wilson. He hasn't been playing well. Uh, they've got the corners to match hey, is up Wilson with. Not, he's not the MVP this year? <laughs> yeah, no. Wilson's not the MVP. He hasn't been playing great. Uh, they've got the corners to stack up with Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, Goff is going to look all right against that Seattle defense that isn't that good. Cam Akers isn't playing. That worries me a little. But um, I like I like the Rams to go up in Seattle, win the division, win this game. Nah, they have Malcolm Brown. They'll be fine. I, I actually really like that. I think it's one of those bounce-back games where after Goff has one of those Goff games where he just looks like complete shit, he, McVay's going to come back. And like He's going to have 300 yards, especially against that Seahawks defense. Go check out the Monday not-so-overreactions. I was saying I'm off the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, they, they're just not that almost good. almost lost to Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins Proceeded was. to go do a strip club and celebrate. Yeah. Their loss. Guy, <laughs> that guy sucks. Uh, but to a team that actually sucked... On Monday Night Football, my upset of the week, Steelers just got thrashed by the Bengals. They need to get back on track going into the playoffs, Tosh. They have a zero run game. They're playing the Colts, and the Colts have been riding high. I think, honestly, they, they are a good team, but they're definitely due for a loss. The Colts and Phillip Rivers are due for another loss. The Steelers have not looked great. Uh, I, I, I got a good feeling about the Steelers this week. I think Big Ben and uh, maybe Juju doesn't get lit up over the middle after dancing on the maybe logo. He's not maybe he won't dance much. Right. Right, yeah. It's, yeah, I can't believe, like, honestly, that's been going on this long before he got lit up. Although I think, what was it, two weeks ago, the other team uh, kind of went after Juju. But I kind of like the Steelers to win this game against the Colts. I don't know, like, everybody, maybe I'm I'm just super late on the Colts. I just don't think they're that good. I think they're due for a loss. And I think the Steelers... Like, I liked them before the season. <laughs> you <laughs> we, did, and then we you were off them, and then you were on the Titans. You got I, off I like the, Colts. the Colts. I liked the Colts before the season started. Picked them week one to beat Jacksonville, and yep. they freaking the one week at they the lost. Colts money line to beat Jay, and they lost, yep. of course. Yep. But I think the I mean, before Pittsburgh lost to Cincy, I liked uh, the Colts to win this game, but now that Pittsburgh got really woken up, like got they're going to come out. Yeah. yeah, they're going to come yeah. out ready to play. You yeah. have to think. Um, I don't know. I think the teams are very similar. Good defenses, um, some weapons for the quarterback, but the yeah. quarterback's aging, and the run game is – the Colts' run game is better, um, yeah. but the Steelers might get Connor back, so I don't hate that upset pick. Um, so there are the locks and upsets of the week. 
NBA preview. We'll be back, of course, talking about the NBA, giving some overreactions next week, uh, talking some college football next week, and NFL Week 17 next week is going to be a fun one. So, uh, yeah, check out everything we have on 2TVSports.com, our articles, uh, stuff going up daily, and uh, also our Instagram. We've got some NBA previews there. So uh, let us know what you think. Uh, Gary, it's always good to talk some NBA. I'm glad it's back. We're going to see the Warriors tonight. We'll see how they look. Um, pretty excited.